Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let's go, baby. Welcome into another edition of the PHNX T-Bags podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, your mayor of the World Series. And boy, that feels fun to say. Uh, this man next to me, he's the one and only king of Arizona sports around these Ooh, parts. Uh, I prefer czar, but I'll but take the czar, the whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm the the man that has been here for more big moments in this valley than than any of us. It's the one and only Espo. I don't think that's fair. I think you've been here for just a minute. Yeah, we that have been. That makes you sound really old. I know, we that's are what I was, old. That's what I was, we are old. We are definitely old. It's, we like, were, it's us and then yeah. Petey and Craig here that that's are just right. the old heads. Yeah, that's right. That's we. Were, but, but we were here the last time this team uh, was in this position. And, man, uh, this... This this feels much differently than those days, but of course we are still celebrating this big win by the Arizona Diamondbacks. Of course, here they are advancing to the World Series to take on the Texas Rangers, who we will discuss uh, and get a little preview of that later. Of course, we also have a very uh, very happy occasion. I mean, I know sometimes these are somber occasions, but we uh, are going to celebrate Mad Dog Russo because today. Uh, we are honoring him with a retirement party uh, yep, for he ran his mouth and now it's time to cash them checks. I'm not happy with the energy level, Derek. Uh, well, I, you know, I, I sit here, I watch these post game shows. You finally invite me. So I think this has to happen. The Arizona Diamondbacks are the best team in the national league. Let's go baby. Suck yeah! it, Bryce Harper. Suck it, Dodgers. Suck it, Brewers. I love it. Uh, yeah. We put them all in a box, put them all in a box, Philly. <laughs> Phillies in a box. Phillies in, in a, a box. box. Phillies. All right. But, of course, uh, we're just here to talk about how incredible this really is for this team, man. I mean, again, you know about managing these teams. You know about uh, what it kind of takes to build a winner. But what Mike Hazen was able to do uh, over the course of the season, starting at the beginning with the trade that brought both Lourdes Gurriel and Gabriel Moreno here, uh, and then you just kind of look at everything he did to adapt this team as the season went on, and, and that – uh, that adaptation, that refusal at times to, I guess, pay the high price and, and give up too much worked out. And this team became, you know, their their liabilities, like their bullpen became assets. Well, and he did an unbelievable job with that bullpen. I, I honestly, I, I remember looking up and going, who the hell is Sal Frank? And, and then, <laughs> then doing the research and going, yeah. oh, well, that's why I don't know him. But yeah. that that's that's the kind of moves uh, that Hazen made. He wasn't afraid to go out there uh, and, and believe in what his process was. And right. that's been how they built this team is Hazen believing in his process and believing in his guy, Tori Lovello. That's it. And this was the payoff. It came earlier than we all thought. We thought that this was going to be, uh, you know, a few more years, that they're young, that they'll learn. Uh, but sometimes young, dumb, and stupid is just uh, <laughs> the, the best way to go about it. They yeah. don't know any better. Yeah. Like, I think they went in and they were genuinely excited for Game 7 in Philly, where most guys, after you've been in the league a while, 
are a little intimidated by yeah. the moment just because you know you're going into a hostile environment. You know the pressure. And I don't think Corbin Carroll and Gabby Moreno and these guys knew really that this was a pressure situation more than, hey, this is unbelievable. We get a shot at the World Series. I mean, even Fott coming in and and the way he's pitched this entire playoffs – uh, that's another Hazen believing in that guy, knowing that he went down to the minors and, and, and fixed, you know, worked on his stuff and bringing him up and believing in him in the playoffs yeah. enough to actually trust him. And it's paid off in spades. Uh, and it has paid off. You're absolutely right. The Diamondbacks have accumulated some wins. They're stacking them up. They're climbing up that World Series mountain. So, Damon, you know what that means. <laughs> That never gets play, old. That never gets old. Do we need to old. play Plinko next? Yes, we will all play right, Plinko right. later today, but that's World a whole other thing. Plinko. Yeah. Um, but, uh, of course, let's take a look at the chat. Someone wants me to dye my hair purple. No, those days are over. In fact, <laughs> there is there is some belief amongst those in, in the Diamondback community that me shaving my head might have <laughs> made this team come out of the dark days and, and advance. But, again, this win against the Phillies, so improbable. The Phillies are one of the best teams in baseball. And I think uh, you're right. They they The Diamondbacks played in a way where they were not – that the pressure was not on them. And a big part of that, of course, we are going to talk about – like we are going to retire Mad Dog Russo, but his comments and comments like, like his – being used by the Diamondbacks, being used by Tori Lavolo as motivation. And I mean, at times there's been some criticism that that they were too petty. And I ask, is there such a thing if it was what motivated you to get to this point? Pettiness is how some of us thrive in life. I wouldn't be <laughs> here right now if it wasn't for pettiness. My pure drive to prove people wrong is the reason why I was able to make it here today. And I think that honestly, uh, it, it just allowed the Diamondbacks to have something else to focus on at times besides... The, the how big the moment is, is the it, history they're making is it petty when these people are on record saying these things and you're simply pointing out we proved you wrong yeah. like that's not to me i i don't know i i am i'm all fueled by hey look you proved it you proved them wrong you you backed up everything that you you said in these playoffs, everything you've done, mm -hmm. you backed it up, mm -hmm. and you've done it in a way that shocked everybody. And they all have to eat crow right now. Yeah, and that's fine. It's that, a good, that's it's perfectly a good thing. fine. It's a good thing. I love I, I love as somebody who sat in the seat managing a professional <sighs> team social media accounts. Yeah. I love what they've been doing on social. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you about that because they have they have not been holding back when it comes even before the series was even over. Once they just got themselves back into it, they were posting those videos on social media. I, I felt it was a little I, I felt it was a little brave because again, it's it's an opportunity. You're putting yourself out there for people to come back and uh, uh, you know, kind of attack you if you end up losing and for the most part, uh they didn't seem scared about that. No, I mean, I I would have been fired if I had done any of that. <laughs> but that was in part because we were so bad at the Phoenix Suns when I was there. It would have just looked like I was being an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I love uh, today's video of just here's every clip that we've saved, uh, you know. And and uh, my favorite was they used the, the Philly fan uh, talking about the Garden Snakes. It's yeah. like. Yeah. And then the clip of, oh, well, they're greasing the poles in Philly. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? Put the Crisco away. <laughs> you don't freaking need it. All right? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, again, I actually, uh, aside from some of the comments about the Diamondbacks, it, it, the, the fan base was fairly mad at, at the Phillies, you know, obviously. Um, 
those guys did some big things at times in this series, but overall when it, when push came to shove especially in these final two games you know the big stars for the Phillies disappeared and and uh, you know we have said this before because we are Diamondbacks podcast that we have to criticize the Diamondbacks players so when the Diamondbacks offense disappeared at times you, you we tipped our cap to Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola for what they were able to do but we kind of looked uh within and we're like where are these guys that have been doing it so far where's corbin carroll where's the stolen bases where's all of that game six and game seven they went back to their identity they went back to causing that chaos on the base path they went back to uh honestly just uh playing the diamondbacks form baseball they they looked like they were having fun there was a lot of smiles uh you know on this team you wouldn't know that this was a team comprised of, of young guys that have never been in a moment this big in their entire career. And like you said, maybe a bit of it is just ignorance to the moment because they've never been here. Or maybe some of it is a credit to Tori Lovello and his coaching staff for preparing these guys for this moment. I mean, it, it, it seems cliche at times to get a phone call from one of your coaches to tell you that we're going to need you in the playoffs or whatever. And at time in that moment, you might just think it's, it's a, it's a motivating tool in itself. But when, when Brent Strom ends up looking like the genius he is for calling Brandon fought when he was in triple a and doing that, uh, then all of a sudden it looks like this man knew what the knew what the plan was the whole time. He had the script the yeah. whole time. Well, that entire coaching staff is, is, great and motivating like you watch those tory clips and i'm like i'm gonna throw i'm gonna get you three outs out yeah, of the pen yes, like yeah uh, and yeah. i haven't thrown a baseball since i was 12 so He's but, not lying. but he he very much is a guy that that you want it believing and i think he took the pressure off of him because the way the way he approached things and i love that and then you look at the philly side and and freaking bryce harper you know, brought the smoke, staring down Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, all that the crap he does. Yeah. But guess what? He brought the smoke, but he couldn't build the goddamn fire, and that's on him. There was a lot he, of talk about what he wore in this series coming oh. into the stadium, wearing the all black for game six, like he was attending the Diamondbacks' funeral, and then showing up in that Pat Beverly jersey. Thoughts, Espo, on the Pat Beverly jersey. Yeah, a way to try to be petty and troll in the <laughs> dumbest way possible. Hey, um, I'm wearing the jersey of a guy you beat in the playoffs twice in uh, in Arizona. Real, way, to, way to do your research there, uh, buddy yeah like i sincerely wonder about that did he just have the jersey and was rocking no. it no there's no, no because way there was a no jersey way. that had just come out it was their city connect with pat beverly that was a, that was a choice that was a distinct choice <laughs> and it was the wrong one junior with the greatest comment in possibly the history of our chat said just a reminder you can't spell philadelphia philly without four l's yeah. Yeah, uh, our hockey team may play in a college uh, arena. Fucking got him. Sorry. Uh, our, our hockey team may play in a college arena. Your baseball team may play in November. Oh, that's a weird take, by the way. Uh, to, go, to literally go off the path and attack our hockey team. They were just innocent bystanders. They weren't doing anything. Keep the focus the on us. The poor, sweet baby coyotes. The poor baby coyotes. They, they take shrapnel all the time. I know. Apparently. Those poor guys over there. But, yeah, I mean, again, uh, it just it seems like such a dream going back and looking. Uh, especially at what this Diamondbacks team was able to do in this historic win. Uh, we talked last night about it, but Corbin Carroll, man, this is the, uh, this this is this is the guy. He is the first player in MLB history with three-plus hits and two-plus stolen bases in a Game 7. Not rookie, not in first year, not first time. The first player in MLB history with three-plus hits and two-plus stolen bases. Yeah, I think we saw the 
offensive and pitching future of the Arizona Diamondbacks and Absolutely. the present, quite frankly. Yeah. Fought and, and Corbin Carroll are are those guys. They have been unbelievable in this postseason. Uh, it, it fought what he's what he's done is is otherworldly pitching wise. Uh, especially look, Zach Allen has struggled, and I don't mm-hmm. think anybody can deny that. He, especially he in those first innings, he didn't struggle on Twitter though. No, he got a he, W. He got he got a lot of Ws on Twitter today. That's <laughs> for sure. But but you needed Brandon Fought to step up, and he did it in the biggest of ways on the biggest of stages. Yeah. And that speaks volumes to what a kid's potential is, that he can come back from struggles and do what he's done in the postseason. Corbin Carroll is otherworldly. I think yeah. he's already <laughs> on that level yeah. with with Book, with Clayton Keller, with Kyler Murray. Uh, you know, there these are the guys that are that next level, next uh, you know torch carriers here in Phoenix, and it is damn exciting to watch. It really is. Um, and we have one of Zach Gallon's fire comments, uh, I think, <laughs> in a quote graphic, which we'll get up here soon. But, yeah, like this team isn't backing down from continuing uh, to, to tell everybody. You know, we had that. there's that shot of Merrill walking off last night, uh, and then there is uh, th- this quote from Zach Gallon uh, that he said, which was, we've been battle-tested, had our backs against the wall for three months. Everyone counted us out, so we were like, who cares? Let's just see what the hell happens. We got into the dance. They bought us a ticket. Let's just fucking dance and see what happens. That uh, that last line, let's just fucking dance and see what happens. (laughs) I was joking earlier today that this team is the joker of of the MLB playoffs. The agents of chaos. And the agents of chaos, and that quote... Let's just fucking dance yeah. and see what happens yeah. is is the epitome yeah. of that. That's big, I love that's it. That's big Bruce Wayne energy, you know, with a uh, from from the '88 Batman, '89 Batman with the poker, <laughs> fire poker in his hand, right? But you want to get nuts? You want to get nuts? Let's, let's get, get nuts. nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's the thing is we've talked about that at length too. There's something that changes you as a team when you have been playing meaningful baseball games since. July, essentially. I mean, they were so bad in July. They had a historic collapse, a collapse so historic that when we compared them to teams, they were teams that you've never even heard of from the 1800s before. (laughs) It wasn't even like, oh, the Rangers in like, you know, 1977. No, not then. No, we were talking about like 1800. Uh, And of course, this team found a way to rebound and find their identity again. I know uh, Pedro said it there. Our young four core, uh, our young core four to me is Carol Thomas, Fott, and Moreno. Those are the guys that got it done in this playoff for this team. I mean, we we know Gabby Moreno is incredible, but two game winning hits in the series essentially that's that's just incredible to me. Uh, and and again for for a guy that you know is was was basically just. I guess overstock in Toronto because they had so many good catchers that he's the one that they could part with. And the Diamondbacks now have a catcher of their future. But I I, I still can't say enough about this bullpen and what they have done. Uh, This bullpen is not the same bullpen that was a liability. But last night, you know, they go out there and just just push. They just absolutely shove five innings scoreless in the most important game, like I said, of most of the careers of the players on this team. Uh, and, And like... I, I I don't know where they got this from. I really don't. But uh, I know that at times 
we we harped about it. That was what our frustrations were, was we felt this team was so much so much better than they were playing at times, so much better than that streak of like think double digit losses at one point there in July. I mean, uh, and and it, and it was frustrating to watch because you knew that they were playing below their level. But now people have underestimated them. And now a lot of people are uh, eating crow, which we'll get to talk about here. How how much of it has to do with Paul Seawald, though, right? A you thousand get him, percent. This th- bullpen now has confidence. Everything. When I hand it off to that next guy and we get to the ninth uh, with Seawald, the door's going to get yeah. shut. Yeah. And I think once I, I know that analytics may say, you know, it doesn't matter when you pitch that guy because every out's important, right? But I think there's something to be said mentally when you get in. To that to that last inning and know everybody knows their role to get it to that point and knowing you can trust that guy to do the yep. job i think it changes the mentality in the pen and that was another huge get by hazen hazen did a great job in in looking at that and going huge. that's the guy we need to go huge. get and without him you're not sitting here you're probably not even in the playoffs at that point without without seawald so uh, another uh, just unbelievable it was Freaking fantastic to watch him. Yeah. I love the jump around. Like, it's just all of it is so fantastic. And it's great to have confidence in that guy at the back end. We've talked about this a bit, but Mantiply, Joe Mantiply, uh, heavily credited the acquisition of Seawald for everything falling into place. And it's like you said, without them, maybe Kevin Ginkle is the closer, but how do we get there? And even if they did acquire Ryan Thompson like they did and, and used. You know, Andrew Saul Frank, the, those four combined, even though Saul Frank wasn't very good uh, in yesterday's outing, have been the key to this team winning ball games uh, at, at the end of the season and making it to this point. But more importantly, they had a chance to kind of, uh, I guess, I guess, galvanize through the fire a bit with with all of these games that like Gallon is talking about them playing. They played big games for months you know and and every single game mattered they didn't win every single one of them and they definitely didn't win those big ones you know there to wrap up the season that last series against the astros that at least one win would have been them uh at least in the eyes of a lot of people earning their way into the playoffs because that one win would have been what secured the the their spot but it does, doesn't matter how they got here and it doesn't matter even if they did lose those last three games because here they are playing in the world series and uh, you know, they they stepped up when when they really needed to. There's times where they look like they were out of it, like at the end of the season at times. It looked like they were out of it, even in the series against the Phillies. Uh, but they somehow pulled it off. And I think a big part of it was the fact that this team uh, is just used to this now. Have we been using the money from the swear jar to get better suspension on that uh, wagon? Yeah. Because it is packed right yeah, now. Yeah, it's getting heavy. Yeah, but it's fine, though. Yeah, like the swear jar, we're going to donate it to kids in some way because we have to swear for kids, but uh, <laughs> that's the way it works. Uh, we need a swears for kids jar. We need a swears for kids jar, for <laughs> sure. Uh, but, uh, you know, of course, I would. I, I, it would be a missed opportunity, of course, to have you here and not talk about the last time the Diamondbacks were here in the World Series because this... I mean, this is a different team. This is a different, differently constructed team. In fact, this is this was probably more of the ideal of what the team would have been early on, right? Yeah. A team full of young guys that they drafted and they pulled out of like minor league systems from other teams or whatever, and they came into their own over the course of the season. Maybe they come over, uh, come into their own over the course of two thousand, you know, or ninety nine, and then get to that point. Uh, instead that team was very much like some of the teams that, uh, MLB tried to build this year teams and they tried to go out, spend the money, get the big, big names in here and get it done. 
And uh, there was something about that Diamondbacks team that once they started adding all those names, you know, <laughs> it felt like a winner, right? It felt like it was like something that was kind of like a hired gun situation and, and the Diamondbacks were stocking up. Well, hell, we felt like that in 99 when, yeah, they, 99. when they started yeah. there. I mean, I'm pretty sure the payroll, I think I read this, the payroll this year uh, is exactly what they gave Randy Johnson. Like, <laughs> I, I, I mean, look, there is there, That's hilarious. there's a very different approach to this, and, and it is. It's polar opposites in terms of the way that they got here, but you there's some really creepy, uh, not creepy, eerie, similarities in this world series in this world series season to 2001 yeah every date of the world series games one through seven this year fall on exactly the same dates as they did in 2001 <laughs> that's something else. 2001 where was the all-star else. game seattle where was the all-star game yeah. this year seattle i believe the dimebacks had a pitcher and an outfielder in that game in 2001 pitcher and outfielder this year uh you also i believe the bird hitting incident there was a bird was, hitting incident and then there's a bird hitting incident yes. this year this is all weird to me and I am I'm not a believer in just coincidences in the universe. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this thing in some ways was density. I mean yeah. destiny. Yeah, you'll get that. <laughs> but, uh, so like to me, uh, there's I don't know, there's something special about this. Yeah. And you know, for uh, for all you youngins in this room and uh, who are watching, we She's we went through this we went through this feeling in in 2001. You just started to go, is this is this supposed to happen? Yeah. Like, because much different time in, in the United States after yeah. after 9-11. Right. And the, the, for the first time ever, everybody not living in Arizona was rooting for the New York yeah. Yankees. Yeah. And then was... all sorts of weird things start happening, and you're like, well, maybe this will actually happen. Yeah. Maybe it will. Yeah. And, uh and I'm starting to feel like, why the hell not this year? You know, and and I think it will have that same kind of meaning. For our generation, that moment was truly special, something you're never going to forget. You remember exactly where you were. I remember ditching school to go to the championship parade and sitting out there for like eight hours uh, and and all this stuff. You remember every step of that way and there is a generation now that's getting to discover how much fun diamondbacks baseball can be how much fun the city can be during yeah. a diamondbacks run and then we get to live through that with our kids as they experience it too and in a time of great division uh, across <laughs> across the world that it's it's fun to remember why we're sports fans and how it can bring together a city and galvanize it regardless yeah. of the differences and yeah. that's the beauty of sports and what we're seeing in this run that's what made it so important to get back to sports back then because much like other things we've experienced at times we just wanted to feel normal again because the world did not feel normal did not feel safe anymore right so yeah. now we had you know this thing going on and it did feel weird because yeah like you said based on all of the events that occurred it very much felt like everything was going in the New York Yankees direction and I felt like that's what everybody thought it almost felt like a I don't know like just an honorary kind of series like yeah. okay yeah the, the Diamondbacks are gonna you know we 
we we we got we got a team to to be the bad guys in this series, and they're gonna lose. And you know the the Yankees are gonna continue their dominance and their greatness. But and I feel instead, like it, it's know. very much like the way this team's getting written off. It's yeah. Texas is already the favor and your favorite, and you're like, are, are we sure? Like yeah. again, I feel like everybody's gonna uh, another series where everybody's looking at the Diamondbacks' opponent going. Well, that's that's the group, and I feel like that was that was the mentality in that World Series yeah, in two thousand one. Really was, was really everybody was. was like, "Nah, it's the Yankees. It's everything's gonna mm -hmm. happen." And then these little things start happening with the Diamondbacks, yeah. and you go, "Wait okay, now, hold up now." Yeah, um, obviously the big story here is that both of these teams are one hundred lost teams just two seasons ago, mm -hmm. and the Diamondbacks and Rangers got to this point in very different ways. Uh, the Diamondbacks did not spend half a billion dollars on a few players <laughs> like the Rangers did. Uh, but the Diamondbacks are kind of, I guess, the dream, right? The blueprint of what you would want. You would want to do it through drafting and making savvy trades, not really mortgaging your future on acquiring someone like Paul Sewald, even though we were very upset to lose Josh Rojas. We loved Rojas. And at times it's, it's, it would be wild to think of Josh Rojas being on this team during this run and all of the, all, all of the way he would disrupt all of this. Yeah, but but Paul Seawald is worth it because just we had no we've never had stability like this in the history of this team. And I think that, you know, obviously the bullpen is a huge reason why you're why you're here. But Paul Seawald, like we said earlier, is the key. Uh, and this team is just so much fun to watch. And it's and, and the other part of this is, is like this is just the beginning. Mm -hmm. This is just the beginning. And, and we're already getting to this point. But, so but I also think I. I love that this team hasn't fallen to that mentality. Well, this is a good start. It's yeah. good. The job isn't done because you only get so many of these yeah. opportunities, right? I'm, I'm guilty we, of that. It, I, I've, I've just been happy where, you know, it's, it's, it's like being happy that your kid got to be, you know, <laughs> they like, survived. They, the they, they, they did the thing. Yeah. See, that's yeah. fine. That's average. Right. And then there's other people that are like, you know, they, they, they want more, you know, and like, that's, that's the kind of thing here is like at, at first it did feel just satisfied with the fact that they did this and then, Oh, I'm happy they did this. And Oh my God, they beat the Dodgers. Uh, I saw the thing uh, on Twitter that still sticks in my mind that said the Dodgers really were our world series. Everything after that is sprinkles, but even that seems kind of loser talk at this point. Let's win the whole goddamn thing. Well, we're yeah, here. You get, you get to this point and it's like, it's not easy to get to the world series. Yeah. It just isn't. There's a reason only two teams make it every year. Uh, mathematically, it's it's difficult, and and you it's so few and far between. I mean, we're talking twenty two years between appearances for this franchise. Go out there and take advantage of the moment because you never know when you're going to be. You never know what can happen. I mean, just ask the Dodgers, the Phillies, the Brewers. I mean. Uh, there was there was I think 278 wins combined between those three teams. Anything can happen. So when you get the opportunity, strike, and that's what this team does. Yeah. Uh, well, we of course have uh, a very special retirement party to get to, so uh, we'll wrap this up. But want to make sure that you guys go out there and get yourself the shirt of a fucking dangerous team because this is a connected team, and a connected team is a dangerous team. So grab yourself that shirt today. Uh, of course. Uh, if you are here on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel right now, we thank you for being here. Make sure to subscribe. If you're a diehard, you will get 20% off that shirt. If you sign up to become a new diehard, you will get that shirt for free or any of these wonderful shirts we have to offer 
over at our playoff season lockers. So check out the phnxlocker.com for more. Of course, great way to maybe get some tickets to that World Series is checking out gametime.co. You think I'm crazy, but you never know what can pop up on there and what, uh, how much you could potentially save. Uh, a friend of mine has two tickets at the back of the stadium, and apparently he looked at the two seats next to his, which are for sale, and they are currently for sale, I think, for Game 3 for $701. That is the farthest possible seat away, potentially, uh, from the field, and that's what it's going for. Not, so Not true. I, 800 now. Not We're up true. to 800 I paid, I paid 300 bucks to sit at the top of that parking garage across the right, way that's, and look through the panel. I don't know so. who told you this, but that's a terrible <laughs> idea. Not going to be a great view. But I'll tell you, you can get a great view if you check out Game Time because it is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Of course, it's the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You can snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Uh, it's also an aesthetically pleasing app, as Jesse would tell you if he was here. But uh, if you download the Game Time app, create an account, and use our code of PHNX, you will get $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I can give a shout out to Jeff in the chat. It says, Congrats to the Diamondbacks fans. You deserve it from a Phillies fan. Hey, that's I'm, class. I'm gonna, I'm gonna back, I'm gonna back something up. Uh, and I know that Phillies fans uh, have a reputation for being uh abrasive and loud and cursing a lot and really just piling on at times, talking a lot of trash. I have enjoyed our interactions. I mean, at times, some people have crossed the line in the chat when they were bragging about winning and maybe going along a little too much attacking our regulars because those are my babies and I will defend them at all times. So do not come for my babies in the, in the chat, especially not known baseball GM Elise. I will not stand for Elise slander ever. But what I will say is that they have just been absolutely at times, very knowledgeable, uh, very classy with that stuff. And like I said, I love their compliment sandwiches of basically saying, Phillies fan here, great show, love the content. We're going to kick the dog shit out of your team, but we don't look forward to playing you in the future because you guys are going to be tough. <laughs> and I definitely respect the way that they have gone about this. So uh, tip of the cap to the Phillies fans. This was one hell of a battle here in the NLCS. And uh, I, 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 for selfish reasons, am just glad we came out on top and because I got a lot of bragging to do. And don't worry, we'll fix the divot, the flag left in the field. All right, we will. No, we're not. That flag stays there. <laughs> that flag stays there until you beat us in a baseball game. That is our field now. The bank is our bank now. We bank there. Uh, also, check out our friends at Wink, by the way. When you talk about a great way to celebrate a victory like your team going to the World Series, there is no better way than with our friends at Wink because it's just going to get you a little high. Uh, how high? A wink. A wink. Of, uh, a wink. Wink, I guess you could say. Uh, W-Y-N-K for that product. But, of course, uh, celebrating is not a spectator sport. You need to get in on the action, and you can do so with an ice-cold wink. It's a perfect balance of THC and CBD. And, uh, of course, if you are trying to eliminate alcohol out of your life, if you're trying to eliminate uh, calories or sugar, wink can do all of that for you. Uh, it is a balanced, light, and social drink uh, and is made in-house with zero calories, sugar, or alcohol. So none of that. Uh, plus, it tastes like your favorite refreshing seltzer drink so do not miss out on wink today of course it's available in either a two and a half milligram or five milligram can and you can find wink right here in arizona look for wink at all sunday goods dispensaries in the valley and botanica dispensaries in tucson you can also save money online by going to drinkwink.com and using promo code phnx for 20 percent off i love wink yes i'm just waiting for them to give me one that has like 20 grams of protein mm -hmm. in it and then mm. I'm, I'm all yeah. in. like that's breakfast lunch and dinner the, the, our guy our guy uh pd just makes drinks out of it he like mixes it with <laughs> other like juices and stuff he's a, he's it. like he's like bartending he's over a there maniac. He, he is a maniac but you know who else is a maniac 
self-proclaimed baseball host, Mad Dog Russo. Yeah, well, the mad is correct. Uh, he's a... Retire! You promised, it's all right? Over, it's over for you. We got the party. It's we the got end the of cake. the line. Yeah. It, it's done. We got you the, the the supermarket cupcakes that nobody actually wants to eat. Uh, we got you a hello retirement balloon because we want to send you off in the right way. Um, but uh, for those of you that don't know, here was Mad Dog Russo's comments uh, prior to game six about the Diamondbacks needing to win two in Philadelphia to advance to the World Series. Uh, to make a long story short, I've been wrong in Arizona from day one. I, I, a, I'm stunned to beat Milwaukee. I thought they'd get swept by the Dodgers. I never thought they'd even go back to Philly for a game six. Uh, I'll try it one more time. I would not be stunned if they won tonight. I would be floored. floored. And I'll say this right now. Just to, I'll say this right now. And Bob Raceman, write it down. If they win the next two days... They win the next two games and win this series in seven games. If they win, I will I will retire on the spot. Yeah, you should. There you, it is. You, you said it. You've made a career out of 40 years of being wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just talking very loudly in your New York accent on a New York sports talk radio station being wrong. And now you're subjecting the nation to it on first take. <laughs> Go away already. All right. And I feel like you're making the people around you act like you, too, because I was not a big fan of Rizzo's take on uh, on on what happened with the whole attaboy situation in Philadelphia. I specifically did not like her coming from my boy Jake Mintz from the Cespedes family barbecue gang and uh, I won't stand for it I won't stand for it because again uh, like just to reiterate there's an open clubhouse and when there's an open clubhouse and media is there that's kind of that's that's kind of the that's kind of when you probably shouldn't be saying things that you don't want the media to print uh, but Mad Dog Russo maybe shouldn't be saying things on his show that uh, he doesn't want to follow up on I speak from experience I am a man who at one point well, let's not let's not kid ourselves uh, at several points, including yesterday and the day before uh, and and in August and in July uh, have doubted this team. I doubted them so strongly in April that I said, if this team were to come out of April with a winning record, I would ridiculously dye my hair like Lord Escorial Jr. And every single one of you knows how that went. Right. <laughs> so, uh, again, when you say something as foolish as it is that you don't. You don't want to be sitting in a stylish chair having your hair dyed blonde several times so it can prepare itself to be a purple color, uh, burning your scalp and just putting yourself in all sorts of uncomfortable positions. People didn't even look me in the eyes anymore. You know, they just saw me in the street on the streets or at a place. And that was just right to my hair. Like, hey, my eyes are down here kind of deal. Nobody respected me as a person anymore. It was all about the purple hair. But I went through with it. Why? Because I ran my goddamn mouth and I got shown up by this team who continues to uh, uh basically just do this to doubters constantly that's all they've done they have they have silenced their doubters they have overcome all of this trash talk uh that has been you know put out there about them and and honestly i mean even the 84 wins thing still kind of bugs me because there is still this attitude that the diamondbacks somehow don't deserve all of this that they've earned in the playoffs in the yoffs just because they only won 84 games to get here 
You guys made the rules. You guys, you guys set the postseason up this way. We didn't. We didn't do something to, to sneak in. This is just the way that uh, the third wild card spot happens, and that's the beautiful part about it. Just like the Phillies last year with the third wild card spot for the consecutive second consecutive year, the final team to make the playoffs in the National League is in the World Series. Yeah, it's not their fault that you let them dance, right? Yeah. And and now they're one you know four wins away from holding the mirrored ball up. Yeah, yep. mean, dancing with the stars champs here. Right? Yeah, I exactly. Mean, look, and I'm I'm right there with you. I say stupid shit all the time, <laughs> we, but I back it up. I've had are, a dirty yeah. shoe yeah. in my mouth on a program I because I've said it yeah. before. Yeah. You know, I, I I'm I'm going to dress as an Ewok at some point on a show when I can find a costume because I said I would if uh, if Kevin Durant wound up here like. When you say shit like that, you back it up. That's the that's the right thing to do. That's the manly thing to do. And I, I think uh, we found out that uh, Chris Mad Dog Russo uh, ain't no, gonna do it. No. Uh, by the way, I have an Ewok costume, so we're gonna oh, definitely make that yes, happen. But yes. uh, Mad Dog Russo, yeah, he definitely he actually. To be fair, I want to I want to because again, I do this show. I've had this happen to me. You just clip a portion of me talking. You're not getting the full story, right, folks? Right. Right. So we took this clip like a lot of people did. Uh, but Mad Dog Russo did immediately walk this back. Not not like the next day, not after the Diamondbacks won. I mean, seconds later, if you listen to more of his show, he changes his bet from retiring to saying he's not going to like coach his kids first game of the year or something. He's an assistant coach for like somebody's team. I, I, I don't know. So but, he's doing his kid a favor. Yeah, no, I don't know, but uh, we do have a video of him talking to Stern today uh, because Howard Stern is a man who also doesn't like to let people off of their bets without fulfilling them. You would got to do something that the audience says. I'm being serious now because you made a statement. I'm going to retire. How about this? You come on my show. I'll come into Manhattan for this. We put you in a bikini. All right. And you walk down the street with a sign that says, I'm a douche. If you do that, people say, okay. It's all right. That's, a little, more, that's, a, that's a little more reasonable. Uh, that I know. one, that, that is a little fair. That's fair. Yeah, that one would, uh, I, I can live with that. That's not the, that's not the worst idea. I don't know. Do and by the way, and by the way, do I have to have the sign to announce it? Is that, do I have yes, to go that crazy? Yes. Mm I'm going to tell you something. If you do that, it'll make all the media and everyone will say, wow, this guy was stand up. He took it. You know, obviously he couldn't retire, but he he was humiliated. He was in a bikini (laughs) and he had a sign on that said, I'm a douche. No, 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 Howard. No, I normally actually I can't say we normally see eye to eye, but not on this one that it's so absurd for Mad Dog to say there. Like, that's more reasonable. As if somebody put him up to retiring. As if someone made him offer up that the Diamondbacks would retire. I know he regretted saying it because, like I said, he walked it back literally less than a minute later uh, and changed up the bet. But the idea that he's, like, proposing that, oh, oh, that, yeah, me walking with a sign that says I'm a douche is way more reasonable than the bet I myself made and and signed the, the you know, the contract to on air, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, what? whatever. Retire. Retire what? is what we want. Why? Does Howard Stern 
think he's the arbiter of what happens here. Yeah. He does not live in Arizona. That's right. You want to come on a program and decide what you have to do? We got one right here. Yeah. Mad Dog, yeah. you can join us. We can come up with something if you're unwilling to retire. Uh, we'll take back the balloon. We'll throw the cupcakes out, and we can negotiate something. I bought this for uh, you. you know, it, we can negotiate something that works for us here in Arizona. Yeah. Because seeing you in a Diamondbacks bikini, all that makes me want to do is throw up. Yeah, that, it we, does not make me feel like we want to bet. It we makes lose. me feel like I lost a bet. We lose. And you holding that sign, uh, it does not help me in any way. Yeah. That, that that does not help me. It's, Howard Stern is not the arbiter of this. Phoenix, Arizona, we are, all right? So why don't you show up on a show out here, and we'll decide what your punishment is. That's right. Because we got plenty of things you can do out here in the desert, and you owe it to us because you were talking shit about our team. Our team. That's right. The guys that went out there. That's the right. motherfucking wagon. Maybe you should have to clean the Chasefield pool wearing Baxter's beat LA Speedo. I don't know. That still seems like a loss, but something humiliating that at least relates to this team. I like that. Come out here and clean our pool. Yeah. All right. Clean the pool. Clean the pool. I, I mean, still think. But I mean, well, like we're not, this isn't going to be just a photo op of you skimming the top. No, you are actually going to like, we're going to drain it. You're going to have to get down, uh, get some of that mildew out of the crevices in there. Like I, I want Mad Dog like to actually be doing manual labor on the Diamondbacks well, then what, pool. What's Garrett Stubbs going to do then? Because he's I heard gonna, that that's what his he's job got a lot was. This appearances to make as the Philly fanatic. I thought. Well, absolutely. But. That doesn't just pay the bills. Some, he's got to be the pool boy here, too. Yeah, Garrett what? Stubbs, he's, uh, he, he was in more bulletin board material. How are you going to be the backup catcher and tell – how are you going to be the backup catcher and tell Tory the Sports. Arizona Diamondbacks how you're going to go party in our pool? Hey. Are you shitting me? It's absurd, the very concept that that was something you thought was okay. I Look, I want Mad Dog – to look like Bill Murray in Caddyshack cleaning the damn pool yes, and yeah. then eating a baby Ruth, all right? <laughs> well, you, no. you don't have, <laughs> Mad Dog it does not have enough cojones to come out here yeah. and pay it off out here. I don't, you don't have to quit. You can keep your job on MLB Network and Mad Dog Radio and all that. Come out here and clean our pool if you're man enough to do it. Or change your name to Sad Dog. But just, how about both? They're just that. Yeah, how about just, both? Yeah. I, I Sad still, dog Russo cleaning the pool at Chase Field. All right. And if you don't accept our terms, then enjoy your retirement. Uh, by the way, I don't know how we can make you retire. That seems like a violent threat in some way, but I'm just trying to say we don't want you uh, to be signing off on any more of these bets that you're not gonna that you're not you're not gonna you know fulfill your end of the bargain. That's the deal here, right? You got to fulfill your end of the bargain. You know what? I say we all call our cable satellite or streaming providers and tell them we will be dropping if you do not take at least that hour of the MLB network off our televisions. If he does not come clean our pool. Don't mess with us. Close enough to retirement yeah. because I don't have to listen to him anymore. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, he's not the only one that doubted. There's a lot of people doubting this team, like we said. Uh, and Zach Gallon again, uh, he was very active on Twitter today. We we showed you that quote, <laughs> but uh, Zach Gallon just randomly uh, replied to a now-deleted tweet uh, with this, which was make sure to get those tickets for your next game uh, to a Phillies fan. Uh, and then he dropped a screenshot of, Philly spring training tickets from Google. Do you know which fan this was? Who was it? I heard it was the fan that bought those 20 tickets oh! to the Diamondbacks 
Oh my God, Zach Allen, you fucking absolute beast. That, he went private. That is, <laughs> he went private. He, this this was the best fastball idea. that Zach Allen has thrown oh all playoffs. He brushed this dude back so far <laughs> that he had to make his account private. Oh my God. I yeah. mean, that's amazing. That is what a that's a sick burn. That is a sick burn. But um, Mad Dog Russo, of course, we appreciate your time with this company and we wish you the best on your future endeavors. Would you say you're missing work? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. By the way, if you want to be a blowhard, then you that's what you got to take. I look. I I I'm, we've been there. We've been there. We've we all, take our own fair The two of us have been there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but anyway, uh, we are still excited. We're going to preview this series with the Rangers, but we're also very excited because uh, this is a company that I have been watching on my TV. Uh, probably my entire life, but uh, we are partnering together with Empire Today, uh, and you can shop at home convenience. The right product for you uh, needs uh, quick and professional installation and a price match guarantee. Empire Today is the best place to get new flooring, uh, and they are taking care of all of our flooring here at PHNX Studios. Of course, uh, they do have copycats, but Empire Today can't be beat on quality service and speed uh, they won't promise the lowest prices because anyone who does that is putting flooring in your home that they wouldn't put in there so they want to make sure that you have a quality product uh, they don't want these of course they don't want you uh, to be out there without the best flooring you can uh, buy so make sure to try uh, try out everything that they have to offer over at empiretoday.com slash PHNX to check out uh, the wide variety that they have to offer. Uh, schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive $350 discount when they use promo code PHNX. Restrictions do apply. See empiretoday.com slash PHNX for details. I'm actually mad with Max because when he told me he was going to make that deal with Empire Today, I requested that like Shane has the disclaimer for one of our ads. Mm -hmm. I wanted to sing, sing the, the jingle song? on every one of the yeah. on every one of the shows. You got it? Uh no, I I, I was I was told no. Do you so, want to sing it now? Uh I don't know if it's their phone number anymore, so yeah. I don't want to. Oh, I don't want to give. Uh, that's I don't a good point. That's a good point. It might be wrong, yeah, but because it's it's the modern era, we don't do the phone number Empire. anymore. Yeah, so today, EmpireToday.com/slash/phnx. Uh, that's where that's where we go in the 21st century uh, to look that up. So make sure to check that out. Of course, also another wonderful way to celebrate this victory with the Arizona Diamondbacks going to the World Series is with our friends at OG's Brands. Uh, no matter if you are trying to. Uh, relax and go to sleep at 2.45 in the morning after watching them win like I was last night or trying to pep yourself up in time to come to a uh, breakfast uh, thing with your work people, uh, you can make sure to check out the wide variety that they have to offer over at OG's Brands. Uh, Sunny Sativa, Mellow Indica, they got you covered. They also have Sleep Edition gummies. They have uh, micro doses. They have all sorts of stuff. They also have uh, their Fruits and Creams mix bag, which are absolutely delicious. Uh, you can get a wide variety of flavors all in one place. Uh, and of course, they allow you to customize your OG's experience based on the mood or time of the day, or how your sports team is doing. So check out our friends at OG's Brands for yourself and try one or a few of their many delicious flavors. Check them out across all socials at OG's Brands and online at ogsbrands.com to find them at a local dispensary near you 
Must be 21 or over to enjoy, and please enjoy responsibly. They need a flavor called the wagon because this is the highest I've been in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that, need, that was good. That was good. That's a high high dosage on that. Uh, That's uh, the maybe, macro dose. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. We, well, I mean, what we need is like a <laughs> Yoff's edition of the of it. <laughs> but uh, let's take a look at, of course, this opponent that the Arizona Diamondbacks have in the World Series, uh, the, the the final end boss, the Texas Rangers. Uh, this team has been very, very good. And one thing about this team is that when you look at a lot of these stats that they have, they are very comparable to the best teams in the National League uh, with the uh, the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers and the Atlanta Braves. And both of those teams are no longer standing. A big part of, of what their success was was obviously their offense. Uh, and, and you can't say enough about what some of these guys have done for this team. Yeah, I mean, I think this series, though, is going to simply come down to can the Diamondbacks get into that Texas Rangers bullpen? Because if this comes down to a duel of pens, mm-hmm. I'm taking the Diamondbacks every yeah. every which way yeah, yeah. In, in this uh, in this series. And Texas is, is a very good ball club, uh, but they're they're not dissimilar to what the Diamondbacks were, right? Uh, they then they've had success going on the road. And winning. This is a fascinating series, and it would not shock me if this is another one that goes the distance just because of of how evenly matched, how they both don't seem afraid to go into any environment and win a game. Yeah. I, I'm very intrigued by all this. Well, and I mean, honestly, this Texas Rangers team does remind me a bit of the Philadelphia Phillies, who we just played, a very potent offensive team with great starting pitching. Uh, the relief pitching kind of drops off a bit. I mean, a, a bit more significant here for the Rangers and not great defensively uh, as far as the defensive runs saved are, are concerned. Five defensive runs saved, so they're 20th in MLB. They're 4.77 ER is 24th in the league. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, the other offensive numbers, pretty good. Plus 165 run differential, uh, 3.96 ERA for for their starting pitching. And then they have the third highest OPS in MLB at 789. Uh, yeah, uh, we're going to have Zach Gallon on the mound in game one, and hopefully Zach Gallon brings some of this heat that he's bringing to social media with him uh, onto uh, onto the field. But uh, I, I'm I'm excited for this, and I still just can't believe it's happening. Yeah, and I look at that game three pitching matchup with uh, Scherzer and Fott, and I think that that's going to be uh, a huge deciding factor yeah. in this series because uh, the Rangers aren't quite sure which Scherzer they're getting, you know, obviously coming off injury and everything. This is uh, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting. Uh, known baseball GM Elise says, remember Fott's MLB debut against the Rangers? How far we have come since then. Uh, Ernesto says, Fott MLB debut revenge series. I am with it. Uh, do we have a super chat there, Damon, that I missed? Uh, Mark Solera says towards five dollars for Mad Dog's not Mad Dog's retirement fund. Absolutely, Put I think he's got cupcakes. a pretty good golden. Yeah, he's here. fine. He's fine. <laughs> uh, but someone else made a great comment. Scroll up there above. Uh, <laughs> I know that one guy says can't believe Mad Bum has a chance to get another ring. There's a wonderful thing. <laughs> uh, there's a wonderful. I mean, okay. So here's something to say. The Diamondbacks have kind of you know like we we've talked about it. One of the ways that this team has continued to adapt to mutate if you will has been their 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 they have no reluctance on parting ways with a guy no matter how much money he makes no matter how long he's been with the team and it's been emotional at times and it's kind of been shocking at this franchise's ability this season to kind of just maneuver in that direction and give the younger guys that they have within the organization more playing time but i mean 
if the Diamondbacks win a World Series ring, there's there's a lot of guys that that contributed a lot to this team over the years like Carson Kelly and Nick Ahmed that are going to get that ring too. And I mean, you can't help but think that that's, that's a beautiful part about this for everything that they've done for this city and for this franchise, uh, you know, before they part off. And yeah, I guess that's going to just continue Mad Bum's postseason <laughs> legacy, I guess. I don't know, but uh, it's, this is crazy. Did you hear the weird stat about this World Series run too? You probably have talked about it, but every team that's beaten the Milwaukee Brewers in the playoffs have made the World Series since, <laughs> since the Brewers went to the playoffs in 1981. Every uh, team that's beaten them has gone to the World Series. That, that franchise, five of the uh, eight of them have won it all. There's something about the fact that that franchise stole, like stole Seattle's baseball team and moved it to Milwaukee after they weren't there very long. Is just has that team like that's struck a brutal with existence. Luck. Yeah, but, but also like Ryan Braun. Yeah, well, so Bud, eat it. Bud Selig being there. <laughs> Being their owner for a while, there's a lot of weird things with that franchise. There are. But I just found that hilarious when I saw yeah, it. That's that's today. incredible, uh, Damon. I need to get fired up. Do we have any clubhouse videos at all already on the go that can fire me up? Maybe, I have maybe uh, one talking about this team being a dangerous team. Is that one ever queued up and ready I do to go? Have that one. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Listen, this is part of the journey. We're not there yet. Let's enjoy it. Let's embrace it. Let's fucking party! And the connected team is a fucking dangerous team. We are fucking dangerous. Let's fucking party! I watch that video when I'm sad. You know, I watch that video when How uh, can you be sad when I have a bad that video day. Came out. No, you're right. There's no I mean, bad days since live, that video I, came I, out. I, I live a robust life. Okay, there's <laughs> other things besides baseball and sports that makes me sad that I need to overcome. But uh, there are no moments in my life that I can remember being as joyful. And I'm so glad I got to share it with this family here at PHNX. Uh, then this moment last night when we watched this team uh, make clinch, clinch their way to the World Series. And I know Espo just disappeared, and this wonderful woman is here sitting next to me. But uh, I got to get all mushy. We did it already at breakfast this morning, but uh, our very own Emma Clark is leaving us on to bigger and better things. Not leaving all city. She has some big things to do for this company, and she's still going to be around. But she will not be here in Phoenix anymore. And, uh, of course, she was our producer for a period of time on the show. And uh, she's an incredible person. <laughs> and I'm going to get all mushy and emotional. But... Uh, these people are make this show amazing. And uh, she, for being so young, uh, for being one of the youngest people in this office, has been incredibly mature, incredibly driven. Uh, and she has made, I think, all of us a better person. So I just wanted to take a moment to thank you and say I'm going to miss you a tremendous amount. <laughs> and I'm going to get all crying and teary eyed. Yeah, I, know I don't you're know how hate to that. act. Yeah, no, I but don't know how to I told act, you I, I hate know. you at breakfast. So, I mean, if yeah. that helps balance things out, I do hate her a lot, but it's only because uh, hate is love around this place. So, um, but yeah, again, you've done some incredible things. And I know you got more uh, in your career, but I just wanted to thank you for everything you've done for this show and for everybody around here. Emma trained me. 
She I did. did. I, I wouldn't. Did train I wouldn't there wouldn't be, be a this. Damon dog. We wouldn't be this Damon's dogs without Emma. Emma so, made me all. into the producer I am. You want to say anything? Um, I just like I just want to like thank everyone. Like thank everyone around me, whether that's like production talent, the people in the chat, the diehards, um, the people who just stop by every once in a while, or even just the people who follow us on social. Like, Chris is here right now. Yeah, like Chris is behind <laughs> the camera. Like CWP is somewhere around here. Yeah. Um, like it's just like a huge thank you to everyone who like took a chance on a, I came in here as an intern. Yeah. I was a 20 year old college kid. I was in my junior year of my college year and I uh, saw Michaela's tweet on Twitter. My buddy sent it to me and I replied to it. And that's how I got the internship. It's the best thing that um, ever happened to us was you replying to that tweet. Yeah, I came in <laughs> with like three other interns or two other interns, including myself. Um, and like, I just wanted to thank everyone from the bottom of my heart for like yeah. taking a chance on a, 20-year-old kid who just had a passion, had a dream. She's been working in sports for a very long time, even though she is uh, yeah, so Yeah, I started my senior year of high school. I was That's actually right. working with uh, Owen over at Rising my senior year of high school. Yeah, and uh, you came in here and you were immediately uh, not an intern. <laughs> you immediately <laughs> made an impact around this place, and that's the thing is, is that uh, I, I said it at breakfast, but I'm used to younger people being better than me. That is nothing new to me. But uh, the stuff that she has been able to do, the way that she was able to uh, help us be the best that we could be around here as far as the show production, the quality, and just kind of raising the bar all the time. Uh, it's it's wild to see somebody uh, as young have as much experience and just have as much creativity uh, as Emma has. So uh, we are going to miss you, but I know we're going to be able to bug you in the Slack chat a lot. So uh, oh, yeah. that will make me feel a little better. But uh, we just thank you. Thank you so much, dude. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Well, right. it's just like I just want to say it's just like with Sean, like Emma and Sean are both such driven people yeah. and they work so hard yeah. and they want to be so successful and like help their team be successful that. Yeah. I know f for a fact that anything that, you know, I, I obviously I'm saying the same thing that I said to Sean, but anything that Emma does is like, it's going to, it's going to be great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is. Yeah. She's going to go on to do good things and she's going to leave us all behind back here, but uh, all right. Well, I, I'd still hate her so much. And, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Read my shirt. Yeah, guys. Get, get fucked. Dude, they made me this at brunch. By the way, we had a two drink minimum at, at brunch. So you had to have two drinks in order to sit. Yeah, Look at this wild. fucking shirt. I, that was actually not a rule at all. And she just made that up. If but. you didn't know, I'm dyslexic and I can't read. <laughs> so that's what makes that shirt. So uh, it means get fucked nerds that's what, it does. that's what it does well uh we uh it's uh, there we go we got a swear jar now so you're gonna have to throw some money in there before you i'm leave, a broke but, college student did yeah. you not get that when no, i, I mean I yeah that's, college that's, that's that's fine that's fair but uh make sure to follow her on twitter uh, uh is it emma clark Emma Ann Clark. Emma Ann Clark. Full government name. Full government name. Do not miss following her. Of course, I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Uh, Espo is at Espo. Big shout out to Clinton Baker for a super chat. We appreciate you, sir. We appreciate all of you guys for being here. Uh, Clinton Baker real fast says, what would you rather see? A Seawald shut down ninth or a Paven Smith walk off? Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going with the Paven Smith Paven walk off. Paven Smith walk off. Yeah, Paven any Smith. Day. Let's go with yeah, let's go with the unlikely. Thing. Oh, juice me up. <laughs> Etching his name into the Gonzo portions yes. of Arizona sports yes. history. Yeah, that would that's that's oh what we absolutely God. need to see. But uh, of course, uh, like I said, I'm at cap underscore caveman on Twitter. Uh, Espo is at Espo. That's ESPO. He's still here. He just disappeared off her in the corner. Uh, of course, Damon is at Damon Dog. That's D-A-W-G. We are Damon's Dog. Dogs. Roof, roof. Woo!
of course, uh, all our shows at PHNX underscore sports, but all roads do lead to at PHNX under, wait, I said that already. At, at PHNX underscore DVAX, and then the roads lead to at PHNX underscore minimum. sports. Sorry, guys. Um, she, like she said, there was a two drink minimum at breakfast, so I'm just wrecked, and I was up until PO3 in the morning. But so uh, we are not done celebrating, and we have a lot more to go, so we will be back here on Friday with our pregame and postgame show for game one of the World Series. What? <laughs> what? Uh, anyway, we thank you guys again so much for your time. We appreciate you. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it is so much more fun when you pay off your bets.